Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055thekeen.com and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. the boss man show we're going to bluefield west virginia to bluefield state the big blue tony coach today we've been the boss man show their head football coach coach good to talk to you man a couple win how you doing man hey man th- thanks for having me i appreciate it uh always good to come off the win um but like like everybody man we enjoyed it uh saturday night sunday and uh now we got we got another one coming up in a couple of days and coach even though you was a comprehensive victory always things to clean up and get corrected. So how, how's that been so far? We can practice how to how to let you guys here get too big, but clean up the mistakes and let's look forward to this this week gets here Emory and Henry coming up here. Yeah, that's that's kind of just a standard thing, man. That's our job as coaches to make sure, you know, you, you know, it's hard to win a college football game, no matter no matter who you play. And um you know, so again you, you gotta balance that enjoying that win and 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 all the hard work you put into to get that win. And then Okay, now it's time to switch gears and move on. So, like I said, we we enjoy that Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Monday's our natural off day for our guys, and um, and then we rolled right into Tuesday's practice. And from that point on, 
there's really been no mention of uh of last week and we're we're been focused on Emory and Henry ever since. No doubt, Coach. And Coach, for you, man, it's about the journey, man. Uh, Bluefield had not had football over 40 years until you, until you got there, man. So how was it coming into building a program from the ground up when they had had football over 40 years, and now you're in year three now and see the success you all have from what you the work you put in? Yeah, um, you know, a lot of people, um, again, first time as a head coach and and taking on a, a task like this, doing it from scratch. Everybody's like, are you crazy trying to, you know, do something like that, build it from scratch? But um, I, I looked at I look at things differently than most. There's opportunity to literally build a program um, the way I envision a, a football program should be built. Um, you know, you become a head head coach and you take over a program that already has players and established. You still have to figure out, okay, these players and get to know them and, and see, okay, who fits your style of play, uh, culture-wise, all those things, well, we didn't have those problems. Uh, we didn't have those challenges, I should say, not problems. Um, it was b- literally building it exactly the way we wanted it in our own mindset and our own vision, uh, and that started with building the coaching staff and then from there uh, getting players in. So it was it was, it was challenging. Um, again, you know, having to bring in, you know, we brought in 80 players from the from the get-go and, and going that route. Uh, but, again, the, I think the part of the reason we were able to be successful uh, so early on was that every player was handpicked from the get-go and we were able to set them up not only in the culture part which us every uh, coach has to go through but um, we were picked the guys specifically for our systems what we wanted to run offensively defensive special teams wise so every player that we picked were someone that we felt that fit that system so that allowed us to be able to hit the ground running in my opinion. And coach, uh, speaking of that, man, I feel like it's something that's so important to be able to mold and, and pick pick the right guy. So, it, when you look for a young man, you know, I know you look for him what he does for you on the field, but what, off the field, what are you looking for characterizing a young man to be a part of your program and the culture you're building at Bluefield State? Uh, it's always I, I kind of it's a little different. Of um, th- there's a lot of it that what we feel that what our number one goal is and our number one goal in my eyes, isn't to win football games. Um, Yeah, it is. In one way, it is very hard to win a football game week in and week out. Uh, But again, that's the easiest part of the job uh, because I think my number one goal and and what we believe our number one goal here at at Bluefield State with our coaching staff is to uh, develop and grow and build young men to go out and be great, Uh, get their degrees, and then go out and and do things that can impact this world in a positive way and change the world. Um, so we we look for young men that want to do that, that want to uh, get an education, that want to, uh, you know, better their particular circumstances, no matter whether they're coming from, you know, not so great surroundings or even if they come from great surroundings and and build it up and, and continue to build on that and grow. So that's what we focus on, the young men that, that fit those things, that want that, that want to be challenged. Uh, we, we feel we run a pretty uh, – um, we let them know, hey, this is not going to be easy. This is not a thing where, hey, you're going to be given anything. Um, you have to earn everything because that's what life is. Life is not uh, you're not given things in life. And and unfortunately, they've been kind to uh, they've been kind of uh, led, but led to believe in the way the world runs right now that uh, they're entitled to a lot of things. And, and that's not what the real world. So our, our mindset is we have to do a lot of deep programming of that and just letting them know what the real world is about. And oh, by the way, if you do the things we ask you to do in the classroom, focus on academics, be the type of person in the community, uh, be 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 good to people. Um, those things translate onto the football field. 
and help you win ball games. So I think we kind of, in our mindset, it may be a, a, a reverse engineering of, of what a lot of other programs do. And I think that's, again, another reason why we've been able to be so successful early on. And, Coach, I, I was talking, talking to one of my old coaches about me being always been 40 now, and I, things that he told me almost 20 years ago makes sense to me now. I had to apologize for my knucklehead back in, back in the day because I thought I knew under I understood that I didn't. But now, being an adult, I have my own business, own radio show, having to deal with things family-wise. Things he told me make sense now. I said, I called him to say, I'm sorry. I apologize because at the time I didn't listen to you, but now sitting here almost 40 years old, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. And uh, you said you're almost 40 years old. Well, I'm almost 50 years old. I'll be, I'll be 47 <laughs> in December. And, um, but yeah, I mean, but that's, that's just what it is. We all went through that. Um, to different extents. We all had coaches or, or elder people who told us certain things. We we're like, yeah, right, man, whatever. And then, like you said, 10, 15 years later, like, you know what? If I would have listened to him then, I might not have had to deal with this or I would have made a better decision here. Um, that still goes on. Um, and that's always going to go on. But that's that's just what it is. That process continue to give back and continue to help mold and mentor uh, young people. That's one reason I've always wanted to be in college coaching. Um, I was able to, uh, fortunate enough to be in the NFL and, and you know, win a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. But I always wanted to be uh, a college coach because of the mentoring uh, of, of the young men that that this uh, profession allows me to do. So, um, again, that's what we think our number one goal is. That's what we focus on. And, again, we feel if we do that the right way, show them what the real world is, give them that those those uh, build off of the foundation that their, their support system has given them, and then maybe provide some level of support that they may not have. Um, if we, we do that right, then we're going to win on our ball games. Yes, indeed, Coach. I was asking this coach, uh, Coach, someone about that point about developing young men. Being Bluefield State, I know it's not majority. That's the agency, but it's not majority black anymore. But but you're still coaching a lot of young black men mm -hmm. and promoting young black men. About carrying that flag and, and to help them with this critical age, we both know, mentioned 18 to 24 years old, giving that foundation to be successful black men, adults in their lives and have successful wives, families, and business after Bluefield State? Uh, that, again, that's the number one goal. And uh, that we all need that. Everybody needs that. Um, when you're 18, um, you know, we didn't know. We thought we knew everything at 18, 19, and 20, and we didn't know anything. And it's no different. Uh, I think the one thing that's different is that uh, there's been so much empowerment given uh, and told that they to make them feel like they know everything. And it's and yeah, you want to let them know, hey, you have to be able to uh, stand on your own two feet and and make decisions. But uh, there's still so much that they don't know. They're so inexperienced in their lives, and now they're making decisions um, that aren't the best for them because they're trying to make it on their own because they've been told, hey, you're an adult, you can do this, you can do that. Your life is up to you, and that's like something that that's true. But you have to be able to to grow and learn from that and continue to get better in order to uh, um, learn from other people so you can make the best decision for yourself. So um, we, we always try to tie everything that happens here on the football field. We try to find a way to tie it into everyday life. And that's the beauty of this game. It, has, it shows you so many different life lessons. And one of the most important ones is that you can't do it by yourself. Uh, no matter how great of a player you are in the game of football, 
You can't do it by yourself. Basketball's a little bit different. You got one great player. You can make a difference a lot more than one great player uh, on a football field. Um, you know, uh, so we, we always try to lean on that. And, and that's what we harp again. We let them know uh, we're very direct with our guys and very upfront and very matter of fact that the world doesn't owe you anything. And, um, and relating it to being, you know, to, to young black men, uh, you know, uh, I tell our guys all the time, you have to understand that there's going to be a lot of times you just can't be good at your job. Um, you have to strive to be great at your job. Um, because unfortunately, a lot of times uh, someone else who, who's not as good as you doing that job may get that raise, may get that promotion uh, just because um, of their color of their skin um, and not off of merit. Um, so, you know, always strive for that that uh, perfection, so to speak, or be the best at what you can do in order to get what's coming to you. Because if you do anything less, you're opening up the door for people uh, to use their own biases against you to not uh, reward you for your hard work. Uh, so God, that's not kind of what we lean on. And uh, like I said, we're, you know, in the three years we've been here, um, you know, the, the minority population here at Bluefield State has started to change and, and grow and increase uh, to look more like, uh, your, you know, your traditional and uh, HBCU, which is something that's very important. And coach, that's why I do, I do view all because I know you all don't get covered unless you win a lot or something bad happens. Now I'm an HBCU grad myself at Tennessee State, so I understand. And so we have been this blessing to have uh, 5.5 billion listeners in Atlanta here, our own platform. It comes with challenges too, but I don't have to ask anybody to kind of talk to you today. I can just ask myself, you know, <laughs> it's a wonderful thing in this media, yeah. in this business of media that I, I'm in. And it, it, it's just one of the things I feel like it's my duty as a servant leader and a servant of others to make sure I give y'all a platform to talk about your programs, by any bias and with understanding of where you're coming from, because I lived it too. Mm -hmm. And again, and um, I, I didn't attend the HBCU myself. Um, I'm a West Point grad and uh, played Army football, uh, but I have a lot of family members and friends who attended HBCUs, and um, you know it, it's very, uh, very rewarding to be um, to be in this in the HBCU space like I am now and, and embracing it. And and you're right, platforms like yours uh, are, are are very important to us. And um, like I said, we're very proud of the brand that we've built in, in the past three years. Because again, you know, like you, we've touched on it, building the program from scratch. But literally, I mean, it's everything, you know, we, you know, we designed the uniforms um, and even reshaped and rebranded the program with our, with our dog head logo uh, that we have here, um, which we're very proud of. And like I said, we, we'll put our, our logo against any uh, institution at any level. I just think that's how high quality and how, um, how uh, legit that it is. And one of the most more rewarding things, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, and um uh, you know, went back home uh, last year for Christmas and and um, hanging out with some friends of mine and and uh, and someone told me they were in the local mall and uh, just in passing hearing kids talking about Bluefield State and how they want to go to Bluefield State. Um, and, you know, we, we recruit very heavily back home in Charleston. But to hear that um, going around in the mall just in passing, that uh, that, that was really rewarding to hear that, hey, uh, we're doing things the right way and hearing it and seeing it. And again, three years ago, no one uh, that first time out in the road, we have to explain not only who Bluefield State is, where we are and all that. But now when people see this dog head, they say, hey, that's Bluefield State. 
and they know who we are. Um, so, and that has happened pretty quickly. So again, that's something that we're proud of. And, and, and again, it wouldn't have been possible without help, uh, without the help of, of, uh, you know, uh, programs like yours and, and uh, several others that are, uh, that are in the Twitter space and, and uh, online and podcasts and things like that, that, that make it a point to highlight HBCU. So um, we, we, we thank you. Um, and I think I speak for um, not just little old Bluefield state, but uh, every other uh, HBCU out there or platforms that are out there that, that allow us to, to get out there and talk about our programs, our institutions, and, and, the, and the great student athletes that we, that we have. And coach, you know what, what I find funny, people are asking about something, you don't get mad about it. It's funny how some platforms like NFL, MLB, NBA, some college teams look down upon my platform because I'm not backed by somebody corporately or white. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, if you can't respect in, in independent black media, I don't, need, I don't need to be at your building. But it's funny that you have all these black players on your team on the field, some old black man cover, cover, <laughs> covering the team. Yeah, like you know, it's a crazy. It's world funny to be culturally. Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy. It's a crazy world we live in, and you know, it's one of the things to where, um, you know, yeah, we're we're in HBCU, and and uh, you know, our team is majority, uh, you know, uh, black players, but um, we we have we have players of uh, many other uh, ethnicities and and on our um, on our roster. And the bottom line of how we go about doing things is teaching it is, hey, I tell our guys all the time, you know, these are your brothers. Yes. Um, being an Army football player, that's what we are. We we uh, we not only talk about brother, but we live it. And I've tried to bring a, a piece of that here with us. And we talk about that, that these are the, these are the individuals that, you know, 15, 20 years from now are going to be in your wedding and be as a godfather of your children. And they're going to be the ones when, you know, uh, you need a, you need a, a transplant of some kind. It's going to be someone that you that you played with here at Bluefield State. That's going to be the one, the first one in line to do it before your family members. Um, and that's how it is. And a prime example of that from our first year, uh, we we had two young men uh, that became part of our program. One was a white kid from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, um, and another one was a, a black kid from from uh, from Alabama, excuse me, from Mississippi. And they were their best of friends. You know, I mean, we saw one, you saw the other. They lived together, and uh, you know, you you didn't see you didn't see uh, Damien, uh, you know, uh, without Colin, and uh, and they're, they're that's what they're going to be. They're going to be in each other's wedding one day. They're going to be there for each other forever, and that's the beautiful thing about this game, man. It, uh, you this world would be a lot better place if everyone in the world, uh, not necessarily say played football, but was part of a locker room. You know, uh, like yes. a sport of football, basketball, baseball. You know, there's a part of locker room because in locker rooms, people don't care what you color your skin are. You know, sure don't. Do, do you have my back? Can I trust you to do your job? And are you going to be there for me? That's all. That's all uh, it cares about. And uh, you know, if you had more people who were quote unquote running the countries or in charge of things or doing things like that, spend a, a lot more time in the locker room. Um, we would be in a, a lot better place uh, in this world. No doubt, Coach. Let me ask you this about how was it playing, playing the Army? And how, how was that playing the Army and having to go through a you know, cadet there in the West Point, you know, going to classes and doing the Army drills as well and playing football? How, how was the experience up there for you? It, it was the, the best experience of my life. Um, it, there's a lot of misconceptions of it. You know, we do a lot of our military things during the summer times. Uh, 
you know, that's where it was different than most college uh, athletes. You know, everybody else was, you know, kind of in their uh, summer classes and, and and strength training and stuff like that. That's when we did all of our military things. Um, then once once school year started, it's pretty much being like a regular college student outside the fact that we wore uniforms. You know, um, days might have started a little bit earlier, but we got in and, and did our did our deal and, and went on and, and and went to practice and prepare for games. And on Saturdays, we competed like everybody else. Uh, we didn't feel we were any different. Uh, we wanted to compete at the highest level. And I was able to do that and, and you know, play against some guys that played on Sundays and and then beat some teams from power five teams and and guys that, you know, across the country that ended up doing a lot of great things. So um, but it, it's it's shaped uh, almost every aspect of my life. It's allowed me to, um, you know, do be where I am today, not only as a football coach, but again, the brotherhood that I have with my, my West Point brothers. We don't call each other teammates. We literally call each other brothers. Anyone that's ever met anybody that I played with at West Point, I don't say, hey, this is my Army football teammate. This is my Army football brother, because um, it absolutely means that to us. Um, but it, it opened up doors for a lot of different things. Um, you know, I became a member of Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity at West Point. Um, we started the chapter up there, um, and that's been a great influence on my life and, and shaped my life in 25 years in the bond on that. Um, and obviously my military background and, and and gotten to play football. I didn't play football in high school. Uh, so I got to play in college and and walked on and ended up starting for three years. So everything from West Point has shaped pretty much every aspect of my life. And I, I take so much lessons from there into the civilian world, uh, from my time as an Army officer, uh, into coaching. And uh, and again, I, would, I wouldn't change a second of it. No doubt. And, you know, back – I know I – I know when when I played, I still didn't hear it. I had some at that old turf, so I wasn't playing on that on that, on that on the old turf. Like I, I, I would wear out there. I put on sneakers. I wouldn't and run. And that's why I received. I was on sneakers. So how was it you playing on that on that, on that, on that old concrete ass turf? I still have scars on my body and some turf burns on my body from old old turf at Mikey Stadium back in the day, the old Astro turf. Um, so again, it is what it was back then, you know, we didn't think nothing of it. You know, at the time it was kind of the new thing, you know what I mean? You look back on it now and you're like, man, that's some old stuff. But, you know, at that time it was, it was kind of, okay, if you didn't have grass, that's what you had. Um, so it's gotten better as time goes on, like most things. So um, it, it, again, those are the type of things you remember and you're fond of probably got a little extra uh, aches in my knees from, <laughs> from that hard surface. And I definitely got some bumps and scars on my body from it. But again, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't change any uh, any bit of it uh, if I could. Um, enjoyed every second of it. It shaped me in so many different ways. I got to go back there and coach for seven years. Um, so again, I, I, um, I people asked me. One of my players asked me it the other day. They were having a debate about you know college football teams, who's their favorite team growing up. And I said I've only had I said I've only really had two favorite teams, as Bluefield State, where I'm coaching now in Army football because, um, you know, it's Army's always going to be in my blood. And obviously uh, being here at Bluefield State, uh, you know, starting a program from scratch, it'll always be uh, part of me uh, no matter what. Yes, indeed. I said you from a great part of the country, the low country. I've been out a, a few times. He's uh, my buddy down there who my, my Geechee brothers down there. And yeah. I've been out a few times hung out, man. I enjoy the low country down there. It gives you a, a, a good vibe down there, man. So talk to some people about Charleston, man. It's not that far from Atlanta here, where, 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 I, where I'm staying right now. So about for those who don't know about where you're from and how cool it is, man. Oh, uh, yeah, Charleston, South Carolina, man. It's a beautiful place. Um, lot right there in the water, great food, uh, friendly people. 
Um, you know, it's one of the things there's a good while where um, but from my time being in the Army and then coaching, um, I spent a lot of time where I didn't really get to go home much. Uh, but since I've been here back in Bluefield, it's only a few, again, it's about five hours away. Um, I've been able to go back a good bit, and I always will love home. i always be a Charleston boy at heart, um, and I love where I'm from. Um, you know what I mean? And, and you know, we, we, we do a heavy bit of recruiting from down there. Um, we have a good – from the day we got here, uh, we got a lot of kids from from the Charleston area, from South Carolina in general. My offensive coordinator, uh, he's been with me from the start, started out as my uh, running back coach and just climbed up. Uh, he's from Charleston as well. And uh, so we, we really hit it down there. And like I said, man, it's never really a stranger uh, a stranger that you meet. Uh, you back home, you're riding down the street and car goes by, they blow the horn, you wave. That's just kind of how it is. You know that person? Nope. Don't know who they are, but that's just who we are. Um, but I'm always going to love home. Um, and like I said, I, I always, uh, um, you know, people try to, uh, um, you know, pump me up a little bit or, or, or pay me too many compliments or, or, or pat me on the back too much. I just tell, hey, I'm just a country boy from Charleston, South Carolina. That's always what I'm going to be. And uh, I really, I really uh, am proud of where I'm from. Now, Coach, you feel that with the portal and the NIL, where it is up in the FBS, FCS level, that you rather get your hands on better high school players because they're not getting looked at per se by the FBS, FCS guys like you're used to. You can get you know, get a kid to commit early. It's pretty talented. You can really develop them. Have you somebody really be a part of this big blue nation that you're building here for three or four years? Yeah, I think it's um, you know, I I it's I feel for uh high school athletes getting recruited, because like you said, the the portal has really changed the way um it's really hindered their recruiting. Um because you get a, a kid from high school that's really talented and you know at that point it's always potential outside of just a bona fide quote unquote can't miss guys. Um you get a kid that that's kind of on those fringes and he's like, yeah, he's pretty good. He can be this in a couple of years. Well they're going to, there's a kid that's in the portal that may be just a year older that's been in the college program, been away from home for a year, has been in a weight program, and you have college film on him, um, who you're going to take that kid nine times out of ten just because there's more there. You know he can survive at a college level because you actually have proof of it. Where a high school kid is still all potential. So uh, that's really uh, had a negative impact on high school kids who normally would get offered and, and brought in to a uh, – uh, say a FBS or a, a, just a, a power five or group of five program. It may sit for a little bit, a year or maybe half a season and get to play. Um, now those guys are getting pushed down because now with that, with the portal, um, those kids that used to get those offers, they're not getting them. So now they get pushed down to the uh, group of five or FCS level. And then those FCS guys, they're getting pushed down to D2 level. Um, so, you know, we are finding, particularly in the skill positions, um, you can find a lot of really good skilled position guys who were just, you're like, why do we, why is this guy sitting here? Why doesn't he have any offers? Well, there's just none left because of the portal and um, everything's getting pushed down. So we've been able to find some really high caliber guys that are coming and play right away and be really successful and, and are growing. And, um, and the biggest thing is just kids have to get an understanding of what that is and not fall in love with the, the, what you see all the time on social media, D one or bust type mentality um could they take that into recruiting and you know they kind of turn their nose up at a, at a really good d2 program uh because they think they're a, a d1 player and maybe talent wise they are but numbers wise it just doesn't match up and now there's 
they're stuck with nothing. And now they got to go kind of crawling back to those D2s and end up being, you know, getting less of an offer or sometimes having to go to a JUCO or things like that. So it's uh, it, it has affected them negatively. And, um, you know, kids just have to understand, hey, find the program that's best for you, whether it's a D2, D3, NAIA, or, or D1, and then go be the best you can be. And, and then from there, the, the chips will fall however they fall. But the bottom, is, is, the bottom line is you're still getting that education. Yes, no doubt, Coach. This past weekend we saw here in the South AA beating some MEAS schools, SIAC beating SWAT schools. So the talent gap is not that far away. It's just a matter of putting out good film. And I feel like you said some guys get stuck on the way the, way the division is. You can play there fine. Absolutely. And that's what the kids don't understand. And I think a lot of it is a, it's the um, instant gratification type of uh, world we live in right now. Um, that if, oh, if, you're, if you're not playing as a freshman, then there's something wrong with you. And, and now they, they kind of get a little uh, antsy and, and, and leave a, a good situation, think they're going to get in a better situation. And what they don't realize a lot of times jumping in the portal is tough. Uh, you uh, let's say you're a quarterback and you're competing with three or four other quarterbacks. Well, if you jump in the portal, now you're probably competing with a hundred quarterbacks, you know, because uh, you know, everybody's in there and Oh, by the way, you may not have much film. Um, so it's an education piece. It, it can be a very good tool if, if used properly and used rationally and, and not jump in off of emotion or just pressure of, of people on the outside who may have your best interests at heart, but just don't necessarily understand what the portal looks like and what it's about. Um, but, you know, just with proper education and, and patient and using it the right way, it, it definitely is a very valuable tool. Well, Coach Colson, thanks for your time today. And I wish you all the luck against Emory Henry this week coming up. Coach, I look forward to chatting with you real soon. If you're in Atlanta recruiting, man, hit me up. I love to go grass me with you, man. Then you break, break, break with you some more, man. That sounds good. I really appreciate it, man. I've been down in Atlanta a lot. Recruited down there for years. I coached high school ball down at Henry County High School uh, back in the early uh, 2000. So um, we definitely have some Georgia boys right now. Our, our freshman quarterback who who balled out last week in his first game is right down there for Lithia Springs uh, High School. So, um, you know, we, we'll definitely be back down there, man. Thanks for having us. Anytime, Coach. You be safe, brother. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker dot com backslash bs3 network you are now tuned to bs3 network what's up good people bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball boxing golf and more bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code, Believe. 
B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.